0: Oh my god, better late than never Oh, the technical issues that I had to go through Anyhow, what is going on fellow parentals? How is it going? This wonderful Wednesday It's not morning anymore I ran into some technical issues I did not launch on time Is it Thursday? Is it Friday? I have no idea what day this is launching on right now But, whatever day you decide to throw on this podcast I hope you're having an amazing one so far as always, I'm Alex Brody. Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about everything related to parenting. Today, I want to talk about parenting styles. From bog-standard parenting to the impact on children to just overcoming differences in philosophies. Everything discussed today can easily be fleshed out even further into their own episodes. And if you are keen on that, well, you know exactly where to weigh in. Instagram. Instagram. But first, before we dive into all of that, I have a question for you, and it is related, so stay with me. Have you ever heard of the red car phenomenon or the frequency illusion? Something comes to the forefront of your attention, or you want to buy something really badly, or you keep thinking about something that you want, and all of a sudden, you see it everywhere. Pay attention to it, because now that I've pointed it out, you're probably going to be seeing red cars all over the place. You'll see a few today, and maybe tomorrow. If you remember this. And I can definitely picture you also saying, well, our phones are listening to us, so that's why they're showing us advertisements of red cars. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's also true. But this concept existed before technology started spying on us. And this all comes back to the idea for me of being a parent. The closer the idea gets to being a parent, the more I notice other people getting pregnant or notice how many of my friends actually already have kids and are already parents, and on this journey of their parental discovery. The more I pay attention, the more I notice, and the more I think about topics like today, parenting styles. It comes up in conversation with my wife all the time just how fortunate we are that our vision for family values and raising a household pan out to be pretty much the same thing. We talk about it all the time. And I'm really curious to revisit this subject down the road to see how it's changed, if at all, in about a decade. But we put a lot of focus on family values. Even though we were raised slightly differently, things like communication, thoughtful conversation, quality time, and intentional effort, they resonate with us. And it's funny how many times we can have the same conversation about how our parents raised us or what's important to us and what our hopes and desires are. And not get tired of it, but be re-energized about the topic each week we talk about it. It's actually a really nice way of staying connected. And for me, I believe there's only so much that you can instill in your kids before you just have to let them do their own thing. Again, I tell myself this in my mind because I know it's going to be hard to let go. And I know that there's nature versus nurture, for instance. Nature being their automatic genetic inclination and tendencies, and then... When we talk about nurture, it can be divided into two subcategories, the environment you provide as a parent in the household and the external environment around them. Think friendships, school. Now, working in that school of thought, whatever parenting style I implement is my biggest impact on my child's development and well-being, since the other aspects of development are outside of my control. And yes, I am listening to you. If you're saying, whoa, Alex, it takes two parents, you should have said we. Instead of I. Well, that's exactly the point that I was making, and I'm glad you brought that up. The caveat, to an extent, I understand, and I know that there are single parents out there doing an absolutely amazing job, okay? But in this example of our household, it's we. When both parents have a clear understanding of each other's parenting styles, it can create a sense of consistency and predictability for any kid, which is crucial for their emotional and cognitive development. It can create structure, stability, safety. That's exactly everything a kid would need to push themselves to their limits and discover the world around them confidently. Parenting is 100% a team effort. When both parents are on the same page, it can make everything so much easier. Children thrive in environments that are consistent and predictable. So if one parent is more strict than the other, or they have different values, it can create a bit of confusion for a child, don't you think? I'm not saying it's easy to accomplish, since every person is inherently different, and that is exactly what makes us beautiful individuals. But think of the children. My wife and I had to find common ground while raising our dog, and that was a great measure of self-control. Sure, we wanted him on the sofa or the bed for cuddles. Who doesn't want to cuddle a big fluffy dog? But when one of us wanted to crack, we looked at the other for support. And I'll tell you one thing for certain. Our couches absolutely adore us for keeping that house rule in effect. So let's say one parent is very strict about bedtime, while the other is maybe a bit more relaxed. Usually, you do have this dichotomy in a relationship. The strict parent might get upset if the relaxed parent allows the child to stay up late. You're undermining their authority and the decision that you've made together while simultaneously giving mixed signals to the kid. This could create tension between the parents. And the child might pick up on that and maybe stress themselves out or even drive a wedge between the couple by favoring the one that lets them do exactly what they want, making the strict parent feel like the bad guy for enforcing the agreed upon rules. It's hard to always be on the same page, especially when it comes to your children. But having an open line of communication and understanding with your partner will ease the burden of having to enforce certain structures in the household. And when maybe one of the decisions goes off the rails, there's a level of trust there and understanding that you made a call in that moment. It's okay. I trust you. So, really, it comes down to honest conversation. It can involve discussions like, Discipline, communication, routines, and as well expectations. It's important to listen to each other and be willing to compromise and find that common ground. Be open minded. Approach the situation like any young kid would, with curiosity. Again, it's not easy. My wife and I aren't always on the same page. Thankfully, we typically are. And I'm sure we won't always be on the same page when it comes to parenting. So, Proactively, one thing I thought we could do is maybe read a parenting book together. We already read a bunch of books together as it is, so just broaden our library. Or eventually even take a parenting class. I'm actually pretty keen on taking one even now, because who says you can't start too early? That's why I started the podcast. And this can provide a structured way for parents to learn about different parenting styles and to explore their own parenting philosophies. Another helpful – oops, bumped the table. Another helpful strategy I've heard about is to create a parenting plan or an agreement. Think Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. It can be a written document that outlines each parent's responsibilities, expectations, parenting styles, etc. It can also include things like schedules, routines, and rules. Now, if you're listening to this and you think, man, that sounds a little intense or that's just ridiculous – Think about it, everything spirals from one particular point, a butterfly effect. So, if you can address those things now and set those expectations rather than not addressing them and having them hidden, it could save a lot of headaches down the line and make everybody's life easier. When we went out recently and spoke to some friends of ours, one of the challenges that they brought up was having different ideas about what's best for their child. And I think that took a lot of courage to openly talk about that, and I respect that. It wasn't in a slanderous way. It wasn't with malice. It was just matter-of-fact, and they were still talking things out, and they let us view part of the conversation. So one partner believes in attachment parenting, while the other partner prefers a more traditional approach. It's important for parents to be open-minded and be willing to listen to each other's perspectives, and letting us be the silent moderators to another conversation in this particular microcosm of a family unit, it showed how well they were getting along. So they've been working on that and I give them a lot of credit. Another challenge is that they have different parenting styles based on their own upbringing and their own cultural backgrounds. They're two different people from very two walks of life. Nobody's the same. So it's important for parents to be understanding and respect each other's backgrounds and experiences. So a note to myself here, how can I ensure that I'm in sync with my wife when it comes to morals and values? Again, communication is key as I outline every time I talk about the topic. We've talked about it when we were dating, we talked about it when we were engaged, we were married, and we continue to talk about it. It is really, really important to have conversations about what kind of values you want to instill. And for me, it's important to actually have conversations about the values that we want to instill. Things like honesty, kindness, respect, responsibility, and the list goes on. How to do that is another matter, but once the child is here, we can continue to have ongoing conversations about these values and how they can be incorporated into this new life. You can't anticipate every situation that'll arise, but the one way that I know That you can prepare them for the best is to lead by example. Children learn from what they see and not what they're just being told. If parents want their children to be kind, they should be kind themselves. If I want my children to be honest, then I should be honest myself, not tell them one thing and go and do the other. That's a bit duplicitous. By living out the values that I want my kids to have, I can create a powerful example and also continue to improve who I am as an individual which is a win-win. So if you have your first baby on the way, or if you're a well-seasoned parent, but find yourself at odds with this current situation you're in, I'm encouraging you to approach every type of conversation with curiosity and willingness to learn. Put the ego aside. It won't help anyone. Parenting is a journey, and you know that. And no one has all the answers. If someone had the right answers, babies would come with a manual, and I guarantee, well, some people wouldn't, even bother reading the manual. And then they'd complain. So, by listening and being open to new ideas and approaches, we create that strong foundation that we want for our kids and their well being. I want to ask are there any specific tips that I missed or anything you think would be valuable in this conversation? Let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, I'll bring it up. I do hope that you found this discussion insightful or at least thought-provoking. And remember, being on the same page as your partner is crucial in order to provide consistency and structure for your kid's emotional and cognitive development. Communication and understanding are key in overcoming any differences in views, and it's not easy. But taking the time to learn about different parenting styles and creating a parenting plan or agreement can help ease the burden and save you a lot of headaches down the line. So thank you for joining me whatever day it is. Whatever. If, if I ever manage to release this podcast and don't have more technical issues on this particular episode, and I look forward to having you tune in to our next episode related to whatever it ends up being. I'll see you next week. Much love.